Come on. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right. Brian, are you ready? I am ready, man. Happy to be here with you today. Awesome. Well, I'm ready. The people are ready. Let's go. Welcome to Money Savage Engage. This is George Grumbacher. Brian Bogert is a community leader, a performance coach. He's a speaker, a podcaster, and an author. Excited to have you on, Brian. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Yeah, so what's interesting is all of those things are wrapped into one answer for me anyway. Uh, the work that I do today, working with high performers, executives, entrepreneurs, uh, getting them to the next level really is a culmination of a whole lot of aspects of my life. So I'll start at the very beginning uh, when I think this really started to come into fruition. When I was seven years old, I was uh, run over by a truck. My left arm was completely severed from my body, Jeez. was reattached. I had 22 surgeries um, and years of recovery. And I, I'm giving you the very expedited 10,000 foot view of this story because as I'm sure you can imagine, there's a whole lot to it. But I will tell you that very early in life, I learned two very critical lessons. One is not to get stuck by what has happened to me, but get moved by what I can do with it. And the second that I didn't realize until much later, because of all of the hours of sacrifice that my parents put into really healing me and focusing on me, is this concept of learning to embrace pain to avoid suffering. And that's translated and uh, manifested in multiple different ways. It's that same philosophy that not only got me over this really unique and crazy injury, but also how my business partners and I built uh, my last business from nothing to over 15 million in revenue in the span of a decade and how I've translated that into helping hundreds of organizations and people become more aware and more intentional and more in who they already are. So uh, where that has gone from, though, is that I've been knocked to the ground personally and professionally more times than I can count. And I know definitively that it's my ability to get super clear on what's important to me, have awareness on the things that uh, are important to me as well as the things that are holding me back and then become intentional with how do I actually translate those things. So as is the case with my unique story, I have to pause and become very aware of the lessons I can extract from it and then become intentional with how do I translate those into my life. So it's been um, a whole whole journey. I'm actually just transitioning out of another business right now. Um, but what got me on this path to doing what I do is uh, some of my personal interest in just helping people get to their next level, get unstuck, accomplish their potential, and really create joy and freedom in their lives. And it started when I hired my first coach about six years ago. And within a month of working with him, he's like, Brian, you got to be doing this. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm paying you a lot of money. Not to tell me how great I am, but to help me figure out these other things, not add something else to my plate. Well, uh, long story short, I'm forever debted, indebted to him because he saw something in me and had some clarity on something that I did not. And that's what a good coach would do. Uh, and that's f five years ago is when I jumped into that side of the business. And it's only recently that I've transitioned out of my other business and risk management and employee benefits consulting to go chase this full time and really see what the impact is that I can have on other people's lives. Um, so it's all of those things uh, that get me really, really jazzed. And why I do what I do is to help others 
achieve the same level of joy, freedom, fulfillment that I have in my life and be able to help others break and shatter expectations for everything they do. Nice. I love that. So you are, we are catching you as you are getting to your next level. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is, I think it's a constant evolution. So I've been doing this five years on the side next to my other business and it's never had the space to breathe. Um, So I've had a really good side business and passion. Uh, but you know, regret minimization theory will tell you definitively that when I, if I'm sitting on a beach at 80, looking back on my life, the thing I'll regret more is not having taken the chance to see how, how much impact I can have, um, versus hitting the easy button on uh, existing and growing other business. So I'm, uh, I'm very excited and yeah, this is going to be me shedding some of those other additional layers and breaking through to really reach my potential. I love it. So learn to embrace pain to avoid suffering. So what's the difference between pain, pain and suffering? That's a great question. So what's interesting to me is that the world tells us to reduce, eliminate, or avoid pain. And I'm telling you the world is wrong. Uh, that's a great question. What's interesting is that we tend to define pain and further define pain with clarifying words like acute or chronic. Mm. But if you actually look up the definition of pain, pain is a direct response to a cause. It's short-term, intermittent. And so anything that's longer than short-term and intermittent or still exists after that direct cause is removed isn't actually pain, it's suffering. We tend to just put it in the bucket of chronic pain. Um, But in reality, it's suffering and it creeps up on us without our understanding because we just adapt to it. So if we look at this concept of embrace pain to avoid suffering, you know, there's a number of left-right comparisons that we can have. And I'll give a couple of examples because these are ones that people can identify with. It's embrace the pain of hitting the gym and working out to avoid the suffering of aches and pains because of a sedentary lifestyle. Hmm. It's embracing the pain of a difficult conversation with a, a spouse or loved one to avoid the suffering of an unrepairable relationship or a loveless marriage or a relationship ending in divorce or just separation from somebody that you truly desire. It's embracing the pain of, you know, firing your brother-in-law uh, to avoid the suffering of of the business not ever growing because they're the biggest cancer in the business and the biggest detractor from culture. But because they're family, we tend to do it. I think as a as a general whole, right, we we can recognize and really start to embrace that um, pain is unavoidable. Suffering is optional. And so it's really about uh, trying to go through a thoughtful process of understanding what are those pains we need to embrace on a daily basis to accomplish things that we want in our life and avoid the suffering which is kind of the inverse of the things that we want in our life, which often are joy, freedom, experiences, uh, and what have you. So, Yeah, well, I, I appreciate that. And that's something we can all identify with 100% of, is it, do I really want to, to handle this pain right now, or do I just resign myself to this dull lifetime of suffering? And I think we, we all need to make that choice. So talk about, this thoughtful process that's required in order to identify and, and, and to do it. Tell me about that. Yeah. So I break it down into three steps. You know, there's lots of other, you know, nuances that go into these steps, but if we overly simplify it, we have to start by acknowledging the suffering we wish to avoid in our lives. And that sounds a little bit backwards for a lot of people because they're like, wait a minute, I'm going to go through a process to get clear on what I want, but I'm really doing it through the lens of like what suffering might exist. Uh, flip that on its head. Right. Because suffering, the suffering that we wish to avoid is typically the opposite of the things that we want to accomplish. So we may want to have a very active lifestyle well into our 70s. Right. And so suffering would be 
um, not having that type of lifestyle where we've got aches and pains of a sedentary lifestyle that start to impact us from a chronic pain perspective, from immobility, from inflexibility in our 50s or 60s because of the choices that we make earlier in life. We may want to have certain experiences with our family, right, and be able to go transfer that because of a certain amount of money that we need or a certain amount of freedom that we need in our schedule. So suffering would be not having those experiences, not finding a way to connect and create those memories with our family because we've been isolated or have avoided the things that we need to do. So of acknowledging the suffering is really about getting clarity on what are those things that are most important to you? What are the things that get you up in the morning? What are the things that keep you driving to create the life and fulfillment that you desire for yourself? The second step is to identify the pains that we tend to avoid and learn to embrace them. This one's gonna sound a little backwards, but I'll use a personal example for myself. When we, when I looked at myself, I told you about my injury, I was developing chronic pain, suffering, which I later learned to define it as, in my back. I don't have a lat on the left side of my back, I've got a crazy imbalance in my body, I've got a curve in my spine. And so what was starting to happen is the older I got, the more amount of suffering I was experiencing in my back. And I had to identify how do I have that go away? So part of that was I need to stay lean and eat the right foods. Part of that's I need to have my muscle structure strong. Part of that's I need to stay just generally active. And if my whole body is good, then I experience less suffering. So what did I do? I started going to the gym. I started going to the gym because that's what everybody does. Go to the big box gym, start working out, do some cardio, do some weightlifting, do all those things. What I identified for me is that I hated it. And I had to really get clear because this was a great example. It wasn't the pain of weightlifting and working out that I was tending to avoid. It was the anxiety I was getting in that crowded gym. I, it wasn't an environment for my success. And so I could have just taken that as surface level. Well, it was the gym that was keeping, you know, I didn't want to work out. I didn't like to work out. I didn't get freedom from working out. In reality, it wasn't the actual activity. It was the environment. So and the anxiety that I got in that environment. So I built out my own home gym over the course of the next five to eight years so that I could continue to embrace that pain on a daily basis. So I had to identify the pain that I tended to avoid and learn to embrace it. Well, what I was, what I needed to do there was it wasn't about working out. It was about that environment. So I think a lot of times people get that confused. And so we need to get very, very clear. What is it that's keeping us in that self-defeating pattern? And we have to start to be able to break those patterns and recognize what are the pains that we can embrace to be our stepping stones for success. And then lastly, we have to really be able to hone that in and focus on how do we really put our pains in a place where we learn to embrace them as a habit to avoid suffering in all areas of our life. And so this is really about recognizing the regular and consistent activity on the pains that we embrace, which are going to avoid the suffering. Um, so it might have to do with an amount of savings that we need to put away every single month. And yeah, we might want to go out to dinner or we might want to go see some friends, but if we really want to have the financial freedom that we want 10 years from now, we have to make those decisions in a way that we can be investing properly so that we don't avoid so that we're avoiding suffering later from not having the resources that would provide the lifestyle that we want. You could look at this in multiple different categories as well. Um, and so it's really the, those three things. We've got to acknowledge the suffering we, we tend to avoid. Um, we have to identify the pains that we tend to avoid and learn to embrace them. And then we have to learn how to embrace the pains as a habit in all areas of our life to avoid suffering. What percentage of people do you think that actually go through an exercise like this? You know, I would tell you probably less than I would like to say. Um, I think that there's a lot of people that will tend to avoid, um, just like the example that you gave earlier, will avoid the things in our lives because it's easy. I think we're hardwired to take the path of least resistance. 
And so I think there's a lot of people that might get very intentional in certain areas of their life, but there's a whole lot of other areas where they're blind to it. Um, the reality of it is this starts with awareness. Um, our minds process 11 million bits of information, but we're only consciously over about 40. And so what that means is that we're largely led by the unconscious. And as a, as a majority of our population, that's what happens. Um, I think those that truly reach, um, unlocked potential in their lives, those that reach the highest levels of success. And I don't mean that just financially or in business. I mean that in freedom, joy, fulfillment, also financially, also in business. Um, but I think those that really start to get true alchemy in the way that they approach their lives are ones who've been intentional uh, and aware through a process uh, across the board. But I would tell you that we're probably in low double digits or single digits for the people who really embrace this type of a process and integrate this on an ongoing and consistent basis. Yeah, it's a lot of people leaving well enough, well enough alone kind of a thing. And the thought of this is, is, is maybe it's intimidating or I just don't know. There's all these factors. But for people who are listening, this doesn't need to be this super complex thing, right? You just, to, to your point on all this, need to really identify what you really want in the most important areas of your life, right? It's family, it's, it's your physical health, your spiritual wealth, it's your, your, your work and money, right? That's exactly right. I mean, if you overly simplify it, it's it's that and then translating that into action Like what are the things I need to do to be able to drive towards those things that are important to me? Um, and here's the here's the reality. That's one of the most common questions I get Brian this sounds great But it also sounds overwhelming. It also sounds like it's gonna take a lot of energy It also sounds like this is gonna be difficult and how do I help? Um, or can you help or how do I go about doing this and I've, the answer is one? Yes, I can help but two that doesn't mean that I'm the only person who can. I mean, truthfully, I went through this type of a process myself, but I told you I hired my first coach six years ago. I still work with a coach today. So despite the fact that I am here and I am very aware and intentional in a lot of the ways in my life, I show up and still have other people to challenge and push me. And there are a multitude of resources for people that exist out there to be able to get help down this type of a thought process. Um, but I do have a free resource uh, for the listeners listening today that will give you a pretty strong roadmap to really chart identifying what are those, what's a process I can use to be able to unpack this for myself. And so for anybody listening today, um, go to nolimitsprelude.com uh, and you can get a free download there that's going to be really the culmination of the alignment page of the playbook that I work with all of my coaching clients on. And it really starts to be able to identify, okay, so if I go through this and get clear, how do I start translating this into action? How are the ways that I measure success? And it gives people a really strong roadmap. So, yeah, which is so valuable right there. I think that just having those prompts or that roadmap, uh, to, to sort of guide your thinking on that. And I think that the idea of, or the, whatever it is, mindfulness, it's something that, that it's been a, uh, really a lot in the ether lately, um, but to your point that our brains are processing so much information, but we're not conscious of it. So just to begin to be having those conversations with yourself, to begin asking yourself those questions, that's an awesome starting point, even if you're not ready to, uh, to, to be working with a coach or something like that. So I think that that roadmap sounds awesome. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I mean, I think everything begins and ends with us and don't spend the money, hire a coach, go through a course unless you get to a place where it's like, I can't really do this for myself. Uh, the antithesis for me hiring my coach was it was the first time in my life I didn't feel like I had the tools, resources, knowledge, intellect, or people in my life to help me do it. And so I sought a resource, but there's many free resources. I'm giving you one today 
um, that can be a really good starting point for a, for a lot of individuals. Yeah. Well, it's like anything else. It's like working with a financial advisor. It's like working with a trainer. Uh, these, right. are, these are all things that that I don't I don't not wake up in the morning and just say, oh, you know what sounds awesome? Getting up at four thirty and going running, or or <laughs> or not eating, you know, a whole pizza, whatever it is. Uh, how? Well, this is probably it's it's probably way too way too big of a question, but it's like we we require some discipline first and then we turn it into habit, right? So it's it's having somebody who holds accountable. Yeah, I think accountability is there. Um, and I, I agree with you that it requires discipline. But I think the reason I start with getting clear on what's important first is because if you're clear on purpose, you're clear on what's important, you're clear on the things that you want to drive towards, that purpose overtakes the pain. Right. So when I can look very clearly at I want to be an active father, I want to be an active husband, I want to have the energy and intellect to be able to navigate my business and help others unlock their potential. If 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 I don't have that on top of mind every morning when I actually wake up at 430 in the morning and start my workouts in my home gym. Right. If I don't have that, then it's easy to just hit the snooze button for another hour and get up at 530 and skip my workout for the day. But when I can get really clear on what it is that I need to be doing and why. So it's not just to avoid the suffering in my back, it's to be able to translate that into an active lifestyle, to be able to help and funnel that into other people's lives. If I'm really clear on that, it's much easier to actually hit the gym and start doing the, the, the work that I need to do to avoid the pain and suffering that would exist in my back otherwise. That's just another example though of everything. So I think it starts with clarity and awareness and then it translates to intentionality which then becomes discipline. And, and there's a number of people who can do this by themselves. There's a lot of us who value either a competitive nature to it or an accountability partner to it or somebody to be able to check in to kind of keep us on track because we've got blind spots. So it's really an evolution of getting yourself there. Um, I think accountability and discipline can also be taken on the front end with seeking clarity and understanding. Um, cause you have to do it. You have to stay disciplined to go through the process of getting clear. Uh, but I do want to be really clear in the message here. I think once you understand what your purpose is, once you understand what those big goals are, who you need to be to fulfill it, what are the processes that I need to go through? What are the pains I need to embrace? Once you have that taking action is the easy part. Yeah. I love it. Well, Brian Savage nation is ready for your difference making tip. What do you have for them? I would say it's a very simple one and it's going to go along with a lot of the knowledge uh, or language that you've heard me say through today. I think that we all have the ability to raise our level of awareness, but it has to start with wanting to. If we be truly become more aware of everything in our lives, our emotions, our thoughts, our feelings, our desires, our emotional triggers, the way that we respond to people, the way that we show up, our energy, our transfer, how we live as a human being. If we can truly understand, raise our level of awareness in each one of those areas, we start to unlock our true potential. Because once we're aware of it, we can translate that into intentionality. And once we combine awareness and intentionality, that's where we start to create freedom because we get to become who we already are, our most authentic selves. And so by doing this, right, once we become aware and intentional, we can embrace the pains necessary to avoid the suffering, but really to gain freedom in our lives. So that would be my biggest challenge for everybody here is try to pause, try to reflect, try to capture who you are, how you show up and the ways that you can improve. Because if you have a desire to get better, it starts with awareness. 
Well, like that is great stuff. That definitely gets come on, come on. Brian, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? BrianBogert.com. I'm going to spell it because a lot of people mix it. It's Brian with an I and Bogert, B-O-G-E-R-T.com. A lot of my social handles are all connected through there, so that's a great way to follow. Um, and then, like I would said before, the free value resource is NoLimitsPrelude.com. Perfect. Well, Savage Nation, for you, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Brian your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to BrianBogert.com and go to NoLimitsPrelude.com for that free roadmap, and I'll list all those in the notes of the show as well as the social media. Thank you again, Brian. Thank you. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together.